First, I want to thank Rabbi Sol and, uh, and Rina again for, for being the hosts of the Shia. Every room should be filled with Simcha, Naches, and Baruch. On page Lama Gimel, Perek Dalad. Most of us are familiar with that term. I mean, those who grew up in yeshivas, schools, with Torah of Musa being taught are familiar with the term Cheshman and Nefesh. And for some people, the, the, the images that conjure up are, 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 not, are not necessarily happy ones because it means, it means making accounting of yourself. That's not one of our favorite pastimes. We prefer to just go on with things. A chajm and means to stop and to make a chajm, to think, to make a chajm of who you are and where you are and so on. But as everything else in the Swam Bilvavi, by the way, the first chalik has been completely translated to English, actually. I think it, was, it was sent to me, one of the chajms. There's a whole book already on the first Bilvavi in English, right? It's very clear, very well written, the whole thing. I think it's available, probably, Bilvavi, there's some website that a person can order it. On Bilvavi, Mishkan Evna, those who want the Chazar in the English, it's, it's, it's a, and they're working on the other ones already, I understand. But they're not up to Dalit, and, and if they would be, it's always better to learn the Chila in the, in the way that it was taught. Chazman HaNafish, in a positive way. Everything that Bilvavi is in a, is in a positive way. Yedua HaMoshal, so page Lama Gimel. Yedua HaMoshal HaNifla Muba Misilsisharim. Many of you are familiar with the famous Moshal that's found in the beginning of Misilsisharim. Binyin Gan HaMavucha. Gan HaMavucha, I'm sure that you, anybody that ever went, you know, everybody stepped foot in the seminary before they sat down in the chairs on the first day, they heard this. Part of Mitzvah's Sharm. The Gan of is the Ramchal gives a Moshe there of a maze. Of a maze, as you know, that in certain places, in England and other places, in Europe, that in the royal gardens, when a, the, many, many kings had, um, had mazes that were, that were built into the, in the landscaping with the, with the bushes and so on, the trees. And the different contests and things that would take place. It was a very popular thing in the past. So the Ramchal gives a Moshal there, Gan Hamavucha. And even if you know it, it's something that we have to go over again. What is this garden that has in it this, this maze? Halamaza Daima. The Ramchal says, to what can this be compared? The Gan Hamavucha, to the garden, of the, for that garden that is a maze. Hu Hagan Hanatul Ischaik, that the kings would, would, would make for entertainment. Let's hike for entertainment. Hayadua Eitzel Hasarim, that by the, by the princes and by the nobility they had these kind of things. Shanatias Asuyis Ksalim Kisalim, where the plants, were like walls, like walls. <laughs> and there were pathways, mixed, very, very confusing pathways. Amazing. And all of these paths resembled each other. They were identical. And the Tachlis, the winner of the contest, the Tachlis was to be able to get to the to some sort of a platform, some achsadra, some elevated platform that was located in the middle. That was the that was the tachlis. That was the winner of the game, of the contest. Some of these some of these pathways were were actually would lead to the Achsadra, to this platform. Umehem mashgim esa'adam umachikim esa'imana. And there were others, there were others that would lead the person in a confusing way and take him totally off track. 
We used to have in, uh, little ones like in a science fair, you, know, you never made in a, in a science fair, you never saw like with a maze to put a, a little rat or a mouse, I mean girls don't like that so much. <laughs> but we had that, I know, there was a good friend, we're still friends, that we had in, in, in school, in third grade we had a science fair, and we built a maze, a little wooden maze, and we were so proud of it. And my mother, my mother went to buy a, a, a mouse, and my mother thought it was so nice. She, there was a mouse that was that was pregnant, that was expecting, and it didn't, it couldn't move because it was too narrow. It was stuck between. So I remember we were trying to like, you know, he, he was, he, she looked like she said, oh, "What do you want me to do?" She couldn't move or anything. That was our science experiment. And people would people would experiment with human beings. And there were these all kinds of contests with these different shvilim and the gan hamavucha, which of course is all of life, all of life. Ra'amnam ha'haylech ben ha'shvilim, hu la'yucha lirais vadas klal em hu b'shvil ha'amiti abakayzev. When you were standing there in any one of these paths, in any of these shvilim, you didn't know whether you were on on the right path or whether you were on uh, the wrong path. You didn't know if you were going to get to the to the prize, to the achsadra, to that, to that platform, or whatever, or you were going totally in the wrong direction. They all were identical, and there was no difference between anybody who was in them. Ramchal says, only a person who had already been there, and who had already had, already had a bekiyas, he was familiar, and he was and he was knowledgeable about how this all worked and how it went. Only such a person would be able to easily go and to get to the Achsadra to get to that platform. The Hine, the Ramchal continues, Once a person has already gotten to that platform, to that elevated place, He's able, from that vantage point, he's able to look out to see, to see where he came from and where everything was leading, the right ways and the wrong ways. He's able to see it from that platform. And he's able to distinguish between the, tr- the ways that truly led to the Achsadra, to the middle, and the ways that were just, that were, that were just imposters, that were not really leading to the, to the center. And a person who would be standing on that achsadra, on that platform, he would have the he would have that hashkafe, that hekif of seeing the whole picture, and therefore he'd be able to warn people, or he'd be able to direct people, because from that place he'd be able to see what's going on over there. He would say, Zehadarach lechubai. He would be able to say to someone, Zehadarach. This is the way. Wait, wait. He, he, was, he was able to see from on top where everything was going. So he would say, go this way. Whoever wanted to believe him, would reach the designated place. Whoever did not, whoever refused to believe him, and he wanted to just go by how it looked to him, how it appeared to him, you can go like that. They have these kind of mazes. You can go like that. You can get so far blunted. It's almost like Woodmere Park. You ever go to Woodmere Park? I never get out of there safely. Somehow, at some point, I get like the peninsula. But you know, I don't know if you've ever been. I'm very, I told her very bad of these things. So... Uh, but I'm not, I get lost in there and I can't find my way out. It once happened for like 15, 20 minutes. I didn't know what was going to be over there. So, so a person can really get fablonged for a long time, you know, in the Gan HaMavucha. But for somebody who's standing up high on top, so the person sees and the person can say, but it's a question whether you believe that person. Whether you believe that person. These are the words... Of the Ramchal, the Ayn Shem and Hemshok the Varav, what the Ramchal explains over there. Al Kopan, Lamadu, the bottom of the page, Kirak Misha Ovar Asagan, only a person who has passed through the garden, who already has been there, and knows what that is like. Higiyalach Sadra, and now he's able to stand, 
he's reached that platform. made al gabo, and now he's on top of that platform. Who's Zeham Sugaliris is Hadarahanachinavamitis He is able to see the true way and the path, the surest path to get to that place of the Ahsadra. I was just having a talk with somebody earlier this week that there's a, a, a very hush of a person. He happened, he's, a, he's a professor, a therapist, and I was talking to him. He came to see me about something. And when he was when he was younger, he went through a terrible, terrible, terrible Indian, which I couldn't talk about with him until he went through a terrible Indian. The he still he still has a struggle with it all the time, but it was a terrible Indian. And and now he's spending he's spending every day most of the day, not completely, but most of the day, helping young people who have this particular problem. Helping people who have this particular problem. And, one second, and, and, and we were talking, and I said to him, you know, there's a Varshan of Hashem Tavakadosh. You know, that in Halacha, in order to be mighty somebody, in order to be able to, let's say, in order to be able to say Kiddush for somebody, right? So that means you have to be Chayat and Kiddush yourself. You can't, a child can't say Kiddush for an adult. Because the child's not chayiv in kiddush, the child can't be mighty. He can't exempt an adult. He's not chayiv. But someone who is chayiv, someone who is chayiv can be mighty somebody else, as you know. Now, in the terminology of Torah, the word chayiv can mean two things. It means obligated. It could also mean to be guilty of something. To be guilty. Chayiv means to be guilty. So the Moshev said. Only only somebody who has himself tasted of something and experienced something and struggled with something is mighty, as a, it can be mighty another person, knows how to pull another person out of his anguish, out of his problem. So I was telling this, this young man, he's a professional, I was saying, look, what you went through in life growing up, the difficulties that you had, you know, that you never ever would have dreamt that Hashem's work was bring you in a certain way that you'd be able to help thousands and thousands of, of people. That you would have that kind of sensitivity having having gone through that terrible maze and being so lost. And somehow, with tremendous perseverance, and I, I, I give the guy a lot of credit, he made it to the Achsadra. He's Baruch Hashem, he's married and he has a family. and He's still struggling, but he's, he's doing great, Baruch Hashem. So he's on this platform, and he's able to look out and to see the entire picture of, of what he knows that he went through, and he passed through that maze. And he's familiar with the with the pathways that go through that, and come to the Achsadra, and he's able to call out to other people and say, "This is not the way. Oh, this is a possible way. This is a way that you could work with." The problem is that the problem, of course, is that. A lot of young people don't believe older people. I think you you know that. A lot of younger people have to get fablonja themselves, right? Until they have to find their own way. So they hurt themselves a lot in the course of bumping into the wrong roads and getting lost and so on. Because sometimes it feels like anything that the adult will say who went through it or the person who has some experience went through that maze and says, I'm telling you this is not the right way. So then that's exactly the way that that person is going to go if you said it's not the right way so it's it's very very hard to convey that to other people or to younger people it's very hard to convey that everybody wants to find their own way but this is the marshal that the Ramchal gives regarding life itself Gil you wanted to? yeah I wanted to make a comment because as a rule with to solve maze that you have to turn always right yeah? And I think, yeah yeah I read this and uh, but if you're lucky, because maybe you come to an end. But if you always turn right, you find finally solve it. Yeah. And I think it's also the same with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. If you follow the rule of always following Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and having, right. that you yeah. find the maze. You know the Gemara said, the Chazal said, what you're saying is interesting. Chazal said, In general, if you're stuck in a place and you don't know whether you should turn to the right or to the left, you should go to the right. There's a general principle that you should go to the right, because the right is chesed. So if you're someplace and you don't have any idea this way or that, not to say that it always works, but 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 uh, it says you should be from the maiminim, the maiminim, that to 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 direct yourself 
towards the right. The Mizut Shemagid lost the use of the left side of his body. And the Balatanya said, because the Mizut Shemagid his whole life is trying to strengthen the Kaychus of, of Chesed, of the right side. That by the time he was older, he no longer had use of his left, the left side of the body was totally paralyzed. Because yeah. he was constantly focused on everything on the right side. Achalpanim, there's, so there's truth to what you're saying, even in Pneumia Satayim. Page Lama Dalit. But we have to look and to try to understand. What exactly is there on that platform that everybody wants to get there? What is it by the Achsadra, which is the Miuchelis and Achsefis, this objective that is that everybody is trying to find, the Achsadra? Shkulam writes in Lagil, everybody wants to get there. Of course, what the Ramchal is talking about here is very simple. What is the Nakuda Pnimis, the inner point of life, for which all of us should be seeking, all of that all of us should be seeking all the days of our lives? What is it that we're looking for? What should we be looking for? Now imagine if this Gan HaMavucha, in this maze, in the Gan HaMavucha, if it wasn't just trees, if it wasn't just trees. Imagine if it was like along the way, there were also, there was like a Saks Fifth Avenue, you know? Or, or like, you know, I don't know if that still exists, there used to be a store like that. I, I, it still exists? Okay. These are all Jewish stores, these are. Uh, that I know from my from growing up with my mother and sister, and I spent a lot of time in these places. Bergdorf, Goodman, all these things. So you imagine if along the way in the Gan Hamavuch he had some nice places, you know, some nice places along the way, and 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 there's somebody standing at the door. I said, Come on, come on, and it, and there's big sales, you know, and and interesting. Once in a lifetime, you know, sales, and there's interesting thing and all kinds of interesting displays. Whatever it is that that, whatever it is that a person finds distracting in life, in the Gan Hamavucha of this world, or 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 it's things that are very very upsetting but require one's attention, but along the way in the Gan Hamavucha, you can get completely off off track, so and distracted. But a person has to know what the Ramchal is telling us that there's nachsaj in this world. There is a platform in this world. There is an objective, there's a goal, there's the center of the gun, there is something. And and the ikir is that a person, to begin with, that the person has to have as his objective and goal in life to get to the achsadra, to get to that place. Vatshuva Brura, so what is the achsadra? What is this achsadra? The achsadra is ein oid milvadai. That's not something which is unclear. Ein Oid Milvadai. The Achsadra is that connection, that way of thinking, of of living, of breathing. Ein Oid Milvadai. Means the 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 Achsadra is the Rebbeinu Shlalom. Vada Yeshlan Kamav Kamadrochem Hamavilus Achsadra. There are many paths. There are a number of paths that you could use to get to the Achsadra. If you're if you like Hasidus, then that's a way. That's a, that's a Hasidish way to get there. If you like the Derech Hamusa, and that appeals to you, then you go there. There's a Derech Hamusa that gets to the Banishlam. If you if you have this way or that way, if you like if you like to go, uh, if you're Sadish, you like this. If you're, if you're Hezda, you like that. Good. They're all beautiful. These are all paths that lead to the, to the Achsadra. Anybody that says that only my path goes to the Achsadra, and we're talking about Jews or Shemitah misses. Someone that says the only chesedus gets to the achsadra, only musa gets to the achsadra, only, only if they have cook or breast of a chabad. Whenever, whenever someone says that only, then they're not speaking the name of their rebbe's, right? They're only saying it in their own name, because the rebbe's knew, the tzaddikim knew that Hashem's Baruch made many paths. All of them are following Shulchan Aruch, but Hashem's Baruch made many, many paths. Baruch Hashem, beautiful paths in His Gan Hamavucha, and, and they'll get you there. They'll get you there. And you have the option of you have that option of 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 preferring this path over that path within the world of halacha. You prefer this path over that path. That's fine. So Hashem made Yeshna Kamava Kamadrachim Hamavilas Lachsadra. The Kamava Kamadrachim. There are a number of ways that get to the Achsadra. That's what makes it interesting. 
There are only a couple that get to the Achsadja. A couple that get to the, to the But there are a lot of, thousands of ways to get Fablanjan. <laughs> thousands of ways to get, to get lost. There are a couple of ways to get there, but thousands of ways to get lost. But as far as what to identify the Achsadja, what is the Achsadja? What is it that we're supposed to be looking for in life? And what is your goal? What is your objective? Where do you want to reach? Where do you want to get to in life? The answer of any of any Jew who's who's a believing Jew, any Jew that received the Torah in Hasinai is Lerbanishlam. Anybody that says to you something else is is in one of the wrong is is on the wrong path. Might be very sweet and very nice. Right? If you walk into a typical class of, of high school kids, and I've spoken to you about this many times, and you say, "What do you, what is the goal of life?" And maybe not even just, maybe not just high school, maybe college, maybe not college, maybe even adult education. I don't know. If you would ask that question, "What is the goal? What is the objective of life?" The what I have seen, having asked that in many places over the years, the usual answer will be to be happy. To be happy. That's the usual answer. To be happy. And what makes you happy? Everybody is happy. This one likes vanilla. This one likes chocolate. This one likes slices. This one likes but, but they all, but Kimat, all of them agree that the tachlis of life is to be happy. You understand that that person is set up for failure. Because, like like Nelson said, that since the creation of the world, there hasn't been such a thing. Where it's gone good for everybody. You know, that the person has had gleich straight. It doesn't go like that. It just doesn't go like that. And if it looks like somebody else has that kind of a life, it's only because we don't know that person's life. We don't know. But nobody has like that. Whether it's Panasa, whether it's children, whether it's Shaduchim, whether it's Amuna, Inyanim Sveikis, Okat Saras, Inyanim from being when they were children, fears of the future, regrets of the past. Everybody. There's no such thing, gleich, straight, smooth. There's no such thing like that. So the person who answers the question that the purpose of life is to be happy, which is, the, which is the usual answer which is the expected answer with the tachlis of life to be happy is that he feels or she feels throughout that my tachlis is not being fulfilled I'm not fulfilling my tachlis because my own stated goal is happiness and even religious people I mean people who are observant will often not just children will say that the tachlis is to, to be happy so from there there can come a, a, a svar that there are certain mitzvahs that make me happy. There are certain avers that make me happy. Right? And there are mitzvahs that make me sad, and there are avers that make me sad. But if the tachlis is happiness, so then you don't have a way in the Gan You don't have a path in the Gan Because you think that the objective, that the achsadra, is happiness. Oh, I had a, I had a woman that that, uh, that shared this with my wife and I some years ago. That she said it was a difficult situation, and she she didn't have a shidduch, and she was getting older. And she said that there's no point to my life. That I have no, there's no point to my life. So I was very taken aback by that, and as much as I empathized, I said, did someone tell you that the point of your life? is to get married, that that's the tachlis of your life? So she answered, yes. I, I, that's what I gleaned from my, from my upbringing, that that's the tachlis of my life. It's, it's not true. That too is part of it. That's also one of, that's a path. That's, that's to get to the achsadja, but it's not the achsadja. It's not the achsadja. And therefore, a person who in this world makes whatever ishtadlis he or she can. There are certain things that are not in the person's control. That means that the person didn't reach, God forbid, his or her tachlis. That's not what the Torah teaches. That's not what the Farshim say. I know that there are chazals like this and chazals, shavar brachas chazals. They're very nice for shavar brachas. But the pnimiyas of Torah is not like that. The pnimiyas of Torah is not like that. Yaakov Vina was telling Rachel, and this is the way that Nitziv and others explain, Yaakov was telling Rachel, but you have there's importance to your life as a, as a human being and as a Jew whether you have children or you don't have children there are certain things that can be facilitated through having children 
But that's not the tachlis to have kids. There are women who think the tachlis is to have children. And that's not true. That's along the path. In the Gan HaMavucha. The achsadra, the platform, is the Rani And if that's not your achsadra, then you're lost. Then you're lost in the Gan HaMavucha. It could be you're lost in, a, in an orthodox Gan HaMavucha. But you're still in the Gan HaMavucha. The tachlis is the Rani any form of any form of Torah mitzvah or Yiddishkeit that tells you that there's different tachlis is not Torah mitzvahs. The tachlis is the Rishon. There are different mahalchim, but the tachlis is the Rishon. So whether a person is a chassid or a litvak, a svadish, a galitziana, a Hungarian, whatever you might be, the answer when it comes down to it is what the tachlis, what the achsadr is, the achsadr is the Rishon. Except you have, from, you receive from your teachers and them from their teachers, and you have a certain that that, that that's you're mahalach. You know, sometimes you see it's not working. You're not getting there. <coughs> and then maybe you have to try a different mahalach. As long as it's shochnarach, you can try a different mahalach. And someone tells you that you're not a good Jew because you decide to change the, your hat, you know, from a, from a black hat to a kippah suga, or from a kippah suga to a black hat, or from a hat to a shtarm, or from a shtarm to a hat. Whoever says that is, is silly. It's silly. That's what I don't have to explain. It's a silliness. As long as it's within shochnarach, they're different. They're different mahalchim. They're different mahalchim. But the, the goal, the objective, is the Rebbeinu Shalom. That's the that's the goal. But the Reino Kan Nistadel Litzay Velolachas B'Jerachem and the Chaynes Hamavilas El Hasadu. With our words now, we're going to try to set ourselves upon a path where we could march in the surest way, in a clear way, we could begin our march towards the Hasadu. Which Baruch Hashem the Tzaddik and the Ramchal himself told us the surest path, which we were talking about in the last part. But you first have to always keep in mind, always keep in mind, where do you want to go to? What's your destination? I just got somebody gave me a present. I don't know exactly how to use it yet. You know these things that you could put in the car, the, the computer that tells you where you're going? Right, as well as you tell you something. Uh, G, G, yeah, GPS. What does that stand for? Whatever, satellite must have something. So, it's a, you ever see, if you saw this thing, it's a, it's the most amazing thing. I, I, since the microwave to me, I never saw anything. It's the most amazing thing, this GPS. And, and you press in where you want to go. And it tells you, it tells you the, the mahalach of how to get there. But a person can, sits there and presses in some mahalach anywhere in America, maybe other places, you know? That you could press in and it tells you a mahalach of how to get somewhere. And I was talking to the guys who were laughing about it, like if you had it, because it said it has on the thing. He asked me, do you want to have somebody talk a man in American English or British English or a lady in American or British? So we had. So I said, you don't have like a. I'd like to have like a yid. <laughs> and imagine, imagine what that would be like. I was thinking, imagine what it would be like, like how the guy would talk. <laughs> I, I don't know, there's so many, you can make such a stick about it, like if you such, okay, you don't want to go there, like you get very insulted if you don't go, you know, so you don't have to go there, you know, there'd be a whole different mahalach, but that in our times they made such a machine, that they're able to make such a machine where a person can say, this is my destination, and to press a button, and it maps out for you, that you don't have to even think, you drive and it says, make a right, and make a left, and go here, and and there's a, it's a marshal, everything we see, there's a marshal for such that a person is able to, that a person is able to, to have such a musig that there's a machine that will tell him how to get to the place he wants to get to. But there's one thing that no machine in the world can tell you, that's where do you want to go to. The machine starts off by saying, you know, what's doing, where do you want to go? I don't remember the exact musig, it says the destination or... Some address, destination, and then you have to press it. But if you come to the machine and you and, the, and you look at it and you say, you have any idea? You have any, you suge- you have any suggestions? You're going to write into the machine any suggestions? So the machine's going to tell you about like I have a good friend, another machine that's by by this in this place. Maybe you want to go see him or something. You have to have you have to have yourself. One thing that a person has to know clear, clearly is the destination. And in the marshal of the Ganem of course, those of you who learn that. Part of Mr. Shram, you remember that the tzaddikim, the tzaddikim are the ones who are standing already on the platform. They made it to that place. They got to, they made it to go, and they got to that place. 
and a tzaddik is able to see things in a very, very, very broad way. In a very amazing way, the tzaddik is able to see things. In an amazing, amazing way. I was just like to be the other day by a very big tzaddik. I spent an hour talking to this tzaddik about different inyanim that I went to, different inyanim that I'm working with people on different things. And, and, and I've had so many conversations with professionals and different people about certain inyanim. And, and I went to the tzaddik, <coughs> went through, I went through around six or seven different things. And there's a man never in his life left the four amas of holiness, you understand? And each thing that I said, I asked him like this, he said, boom, 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 boom. Everything with such a clarity, with such a clarity, and such humanity and compassion and clarity, a mahalach, a mahalach, in each way. That the tzaddikim, the tzaddikim that they might live in a, in a small little place, surrounded by this farm and their island, but, but they have such a... a, a a picture, a vision. You remember I told you, did I tell you a few weeks ago, maybe it was in the Chabur and Shur, about, about one of the great tzaddikim in the last generation, I think it was Alexander Rebbe, I don't, I don't remember right now. Maybe Alexander Rebbe was just before the war, that, that, uh, that there was a, 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 somebody came, a Jew from France, I told this to you, came from France, and he, in the Chabur, probably, probably told him Shur, he came, he came from France to Alexander Rebbe, and Alexander Rebbe said, it, it was a scientist or something, and Alexander I was talking to him, and, he, and Alexander says, oh, you're from, you're from France, you're in Paris? He says, no, I'm from Paris. So Alexander Rebbe said, have you, have you been to the Eiffel Tower? So the man said, Eiffel Tower? I mean, of course, that's the, that's the big thing in Paris. So Rebbe started to talk to him about the Eiffel Tower, but not Stan, about numbers and angles and how the sun shines at a certain time. Is it true? He was asking about, is it true that if you stand at this way and you saw about the Eiffel Tower, and, and, he, and how high is all different things about the Eiffel Tower. Rebbe took a big interest in the Eiffel Tower. So the so the, uh, the 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 uh, this Frenchman this it was the scientist was very very fascinated by how the Rebbe knew all of these problems about the Eiffel Tower, and and he asked the Rebbe when was the last time that the Rebbe was in Paris. So the Rebbe says I've never been outside of Poland my entire life. <laughs> so he asked him, so Professor, how, how did you? Uh, how's that possible? So you must have read up. He says no, I haven't seen a Geisha book my entire life. I never looked. So how did Rebbe? How do you know that? So the Rebbe said that. Every morning, before davening, for a few minutes, I'd like to see what's doing in the world. That's what he said. That's what this, this scientist said. He said, I'd like to go, and I go to see different places that the Bani Shalom made in the Velt, interesting places. So it happened that a few days ago, I was by the Eiffel Tower, and I was very amazed by how it's made. That's what he said. And he said he described it better than anybody he ever met from Paris describing it. This was just a few years ago. He said, I take a little bit of it. I'd like to see what's doing in the world. And I go around a little bit to see. Without the GPS, <laughs> right? In such a way to go. But the issue is that a person has to know where he wants to go. And, you, and therefore, what we're going to see is that the yisoyed of a cheshman and nefesh that each and every one of us has to take and make every day of our lives, every day of our lives. And this is what the Eitzodom Chalad, we learned in the last paragraph, is to, is to remind oneself in, in Rebbe Nachman's writings, in Lakut Amran, Rebbe Nachman calls this Olam Haba. Olam Haba. Where do I want to go? Musatachnas. Where am I headed to? And then to ask oneself, the things that I'm doing in my life, are these conducive to my stated objective and goal? Like we spoke about last time. If you wanted to be, if you wanted to go to medical school, and, you, and, you, and in order to get there, you majored in English literature, <laughs> instead of taking pre-med and so on, and someone says, where do you want to go? You say, I want to go to medical school. says, what are you majoring in? You know, majoring in Shakespeare or whatever, Longfellow, Wordsworth. So, so, so that, that, that would sound like he's crazy. That how do you expect to get to medical school if you if you're majoring in in, uh, in literature or vice versa? So a person has to know what the tachlis is. That's the side of a cheshvan and nefesh, and to ask oneself many times a day. That's what he's saying here. That sounded. He says, You always have to remember, where do I want to go? What am I, what am I looking for in life? If a person forgets what the tarchlis is, and this is the ikka problem in our lives, if a person forgets what's the tarchlis, he doesn't ask himself during the day, every day, what's the tarchlis? If a person forgets what is the tachlis, 
Lo yimale shetiyena ta'uyos gamadar. If you don't know what your goal is and your objective and your destination, then of course you're going to get all lost. You don't need to know 100% how to get there. If you ever went someplace knowing like the Erech where you have to go, it's a very bad thing. Approximately where I'm going. Approximately. You have to know where you want to go. If you don't know where you want to go to, then how could you get there? How could you go in the right way? Sometimes, like I sp- we spoke about it once, Rabbi Nachman says that sometimes, sometimes amazing thing can happen. The person can be going in all the wrong paths, and all of a sudden he comes out from behind the bush, and he's right by the Aksadra. There happens such a thing. That it's a big schus. It means that there was a Zaydi Ababi that was davening and screaming and crying and shemaying for you a lot. It happens such a thing. Even when you're driving sometimes, right? You can get so unbelievably lost and you, know, you say, I don't know what's going to be and where I am and then you make a turn up, up, and then you're at your place. So there is such a thing that you can't count on that. You can't live that way. You can't just leave the house in your car and say, well, let's see what happens. You know, I hope it'll be good. A person has to have a tachlis. He has to know how to get to the tachlis. The tachlis has to be clear to each person. And a person has to think about this and remember it all the time. That what we are seeking, the achsadru, the objective, the goal of all of life is a kadosh baruch. If a person doesn't feel that, if a person doesn't know that, we were talking about that a lot in the first chaylik. Dreykes Bashem, and this being the tachlis of our life, he doesn't focus on that, he's not going to prove that to us. But a person who, who is a believing Jew, every Jew who is a mom, and by definition, must believe that the tachlis of life is a Kaddish Baruch, not personal happiness. Not to say that Dreykes Bashem will not bring you a sense of great fulfillment and happiness, but, but it's Lav Davke that a person is going to be happy. That's nice, that's an extra bonus, but Lav Davke. But to do the right thing. And the right thing every every religious person would say is Akadash Baruch. That's the Tachlis, Akadash Baruch. If that's the case, then you have to ask yourself during the day, what's my Tachlis, what's my Tachlis, and what I'm doing, am I, am, what, the, what I'm doing right now with my life, and at this time of the day, is this something that is leading me towards my Tachlis, or is it away from my Tachlis? A lot of times people say, it's not here or there, there's no such thing. That's a very big mistake. A person thinks, I'm just standing still in the Ganem of Uchen. In other words, I'm not, I'm not getting closer, I'm not getting further away. There's no such thing. The Sram will say that everybody knows that. If you're standing still, it means you're not standing still. It means you're falling. There's no such thing as standing still. Everybody knows that from work. Can you imagine a mother that's just overwhelmed with the kids? Just overwhelmed. Do you ever have that? A mother that's overwhelmed. So the mother just says, Kindleloch. The children are trying to say, Mommy, Mommy, trying to talk to Gornish. She's not answering Gornish. Breakfast, Mommy, Gornish. Diaper, Mommy, Gornish. Lunch, nothing. And finally, at the end of the day, the husband comes home and sees, you know, the kids are like lying on the floor, dirty and starving, and the whole place is crazy. And the, and the husband says, what happened today? She said, I decided that I'm standing still. Yes, I'm not, I, I decided that I just need today. I just need to do. The problem was there was no grandmother that you had to help, and there was no friend, that there's no sister, there was nobody, the husband was at work. But you decided that you're going to stand still. There's no such thing. You can't stand still. You can't stand still when there's something. People would want to do that. People like to do that if there's nothing that's depending on. If there's nobody in the world that's depending on you, or nothing in the world that that is waiting for you. People want that, to be able to stand still. They'd like to spend like the rest of their life floating on a raft, you know, in the Bahamas with a, with a drink, you know. And, but, but that's not reality. But the tachlis is a person who has something to accomplish, can't be standing still. In the, case of that, in the case of that mother, she can't just take off the day I mean, without making arrangements, but she herself can't stand still. And even if she goes to do something else, she's not standing still. But a person has to ask herself and himself, Am I moving towards my tachlis? Am I moving away from my tachlis? Any answer that says, I'm just steady as she goes. In other words, I'm, I'm not going closer to, to HaKadosh Baruch I'm not getting further away from HaKadosh Baruch that's a, that's a very big delusion. It's a very, very big mistake. There's no such thing. 
There's no such thing. A lot of smarter people than us have tried that and thought that. There's no such thing. Either you're for or against. Either you're moving closer or you're moving away. So, there are no other possibilities. It's either closer or further away. It's like a person who's going in the car. I'm not talking about sitting still. But the person who's moving is either getting closer or further away. There's no such thing. And in life, a human being is called a mahalach. An angel stands still. No, an angel has his in you. But a human being is called a mahalach. Like it says in the Novi. A Novi. A Novi. The Malachim are called Oindim, they're called standing still. A Malach is what he is, but a human being is a Mahalach, you know that. A human being is a Mahalach. The definition of a human being is he moves. And when you're moving, you're either moving closer or further away. There's no such thing to stop. So, therefore, a person has to know and has to remind himself, she is who Whichever your derech is. But what we're looking for, the objective and the goal, is a Kaddish Baruch. Any firm person, any observant person who tells you that it's not his destination, is living a life of a contradiction. In other words, you're a religious person, but a Kaddish Baruch is not your tachas. So if you stop, you're standing in Shul yourself, what's the tachas of my being in this place at this time? The tachas is, that's not, so, that's not even hard to figure out. You're in the, you're in the Beis Hashem. You're in the base Hashem, and it's, and it's time for davening. So it's not such a, it's not like a hard thing to figure out that the tachas here is to try to somehow have this relationship with the Rishon. And if you're not doing that, that means you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. You can say anything you like that you're authorized because you gave a lot of money. You built the shul. You built the whole place. That makes a difference. You, you built the whole place, but, the, but, the, but that's not the tachas. That's very nice that you did that, and you have the big schar in Adam Haber for building a shul, but that's not the tachlis. In the shul, when you're here, right now, you're not building anything, right now, the tachlis of being here is to, is to, is to daven. And to daven as, as best as you can, to, to try to daven, not to talk, not to shmooze, that's not a place for shmoozing. Another place, it might be a place to shmooze, if you have a friend that, that could use some chizik, and a little bit of a shmooze, how you doing, what's up, how's the family, then, then, then at that time of your life, in that place, to shmooze with somebody, that could be a way of getting past Shem. Because you, you'd be Mesamech a person by Shemuz. Right? When you're with your children, and when you're, they're little ones, and you're in the house, and you're playing with them, whatever it is, you're doing patty cake, patty cake, whatever, <laughs> you, that's, then that's, that could be the tachlis of your life at that time, is to be Mesamech a little child. But you have to be out of your mind to be standing in shul and to go to the lady next to you and do patty cake. <laughs> It's not very different if you're talking to your neighbor in shul. It's not, it's not much different. It's just it looks more mature. <laughs> but it's not very different. It's, you're doing something that's, the, that's not the tachlis. In another place, it would be right to have a shmooze. In another place, it would be right to play a game. With a child, it's nice to play a game. With a friend who needs a little bit of a good word, it's nice to shmooze. You want to call your mother on the phone, a grandmother on the phone, a grandfather, that's a shmooze. And, nice. and that's the Rosh Hashem. That's the, that's the achsadra. That's Dveikas Bashem. To sit on the phone with a parent, with a grandparent, and to have a shmooze, that's what's in Hashem. But to sit and yap, God forbid, Lashem Hara Rechilas, to stop Marishkeit on the phone for a half hour, an hour, to talk to Starishkeit. So you have to ask yourself, is this the tachlis of my life? To sit, on, to sit and talk on the phone. It's not the tachlis of my life. Other times it is a tachlis to be on the phone. Other times it's not the tachlis. But it's always one tachlis. That never changes. That's not a variable. That's non-negotiable. The tachlis is a kaddish baruch. That's the destination. It's always a question of how you adjust in that moment of your life. How do I adjust to be in, to make sure that what I'm doing now is 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 on that way to kaddish baruch, or it's going a different way? And it's going a different way. Then how do I set myself back? And I go to speak to someone. I ask or I learn. I find out whatever. But if I know loizu haderech, loizu haderech. There's a, there's a famous maskil. I don't mention his name in Yeshiva. There was a person who fought his whole life against Yiddishkeit. He himself came from a very religious home and went to Yeshiva as a young man. As you know, in Europe before the war, there were many, many such people. Many such people. And he came from, he went to one of the big Yeshivas and he became an angry, rebellious person. But, like many from that generation, even though he was angry and rebellious, he had their hearts for his rebellion. You know, that's the world he came from, and he and he sometimes 
he would communicate with his Rebbeim. So this famous, this particular Moscow, this, uh, he was once someplace where he met his Rabbi the Nitziv. You heard of the Nitziv? No, the Nitziv was the Rashiv in the Lajan, the greatest Rashiv in the world. From Natali Tzvi Yehuda Berlin. The Nitziv. So he was by the Nitziv. So the Nitziv was always kind to him and spoke to him kindly, you know, and gently. But he was a mechutzev, big mechutzev, very, very smart, but a big mechutzev. And and he once asked, he once asked the Nitziv, he said, he was already getting old, this Moscow, he wasn't well. And he said, Rabbi, he said, tell me, what are they going to put in my matzev? What are they going to write on my tombstone? Because usually you like to say nice stuff, right, on the Ish Yasha. You know, you put like a nice thing on the, on the, on the tombstone. And this guy was doing every other and he fought against Yishkeit, and he wrote against Yishkeit, and he spoke against Yishkeit. So he said, you know, he said in his perfectly fluent Yiddish, you know, yes, the Nitziv, what's he going to say on my, on my uh, tombstones? The Nitziv said to him, it's not, a, it's not even a question. I know what, what it's going to say, because I'm something on your tombstone. He says, you know that in our, you know that by us, that when you have people, great people, that they wrote Svarim, they're known by the Sefer. Right? Like the, the, like, for instance, the, the Chavetz Chaim. That's not his name. His name is Rabbi Salmeir. But he wrote the Sefer Chavetz Chaim. We call him the Chavetz Chaim, right? Everybody calls him the Chavetz Chaim. The Noi de Behuda. The Noi de Behuda's name is Rakhaskalenda. We call him the Noi de Behuda. We don't even know a lot of the names, right? <laughs> we don't even know their names because they're known, they're famous by the Sefer. So the, so the Nitziv told him, the, your manifesto, the, the book that was written by this Moscow in Hebrew, was making fun of Yiddishkeit. It was called Hatoeb Ederach Achayim. The one whose entire life is a mistake. That was like making fun of religious people. So the, so the Nitziv said, on your grave, it'll say, Poignit, when here is buried, Hatoyeb Adachachai. That's the name of your book. You are the author of Hatoyeb Adachachai, the one whose entire life was a mistake. Hatoyeb Adachachai. And, and when I saw that, I saw that 30 years ago, that, that story, so I was laughing about it, I thought it was cute. But I was thinking about that. That's a pretty scary thing. You know, even if you don't write a book by that name, it really would be bad to have that like engraved on your on your tombstone. The one whose entire life is a mistake. No? It's a very bad thing to have on the on the matzeva. Everybody wants to have a nice matzeva, you know? Just say something nice in the matzeva. But true. The one whose life is a mistake. In other words, your your destination was altogether wrong. You you had you were brilliant, you're smart, you did all kinds of interesting good things and you saw this and you went there. What was your life? Did you you know, I saw, I saw, I happened to see this because somebody gave me an article to read about something that's going on right now. You know, the, something's going on there. So, so, and, and right next to the, right next to the editorial, there's a picture of a famous Jewish actor. Those who are from the 40 and above crowd certainly remember. And even those who are younger, I'm sure heard of Paul Newman. You heard of Paul Newman? Paul Newman. That's like one of my mother's favorites. Paul Newman. He's, he's Jewish. It's one of my mother's favorites. Huh? Yeah, of course. So he grew up with that. And he was like, you know, we could, with Mexicans, we thought he was like a lot of Tzaddik. So, so Paul Newman. So I saw a picture of him. I haven't seen him except, I haven't, last time I saw Paul Newman, uh, I mean, I had a saw Paul Newman in the movie. He was whatever, like the movie from the 1950s, yeah, from the 1950s. Christ. And he was a young, good looking guy. So I saw a picture of Paul Newman next to this, because uh, it, uh, it was right there. And it's, it's an old, old man. It's like, you know, like really, really shriveled up old man. And I, and I said, I said to him, Paul, what happened to him? He was such a good looking guy in the, in the movies. And, and like, you know, and look at you, what happened. And, you know, I didn't know how many years have passed and you became an old man. And I was thinking, you know, you ask a person, so what did you accomplish in your life? So a person says, I was, I went to every single country in the world. I met a thousand people. I was. I had a million girlfriends. I, I, I ate in every steakhouse. I ate in, so for that to be on a person's matzeva, that that was the goal, that was your destination in life. And I wonder what a person thinks about. What a person thinks about those last moments. And the Chalala person is courageous enough to think of whether or not I was... I chose the right path. I... I even if I made mistakes, but at least, at least my destination was the right destination. Well, Hashem, all of us know the destination. We forget, and it's dangerous. The tachlis of cheshbon and nefesh 
is to is to remind oneself of the destination. And that's why a day that's without Cheshbet and Nefesh is not a day. It's not a day. A day that you just go, do your stuff, even Jewish stuff, which he's going to talk about soon. You just do your stuff, even if it's not vibrant. You can just daven and learn it. It's also without remembering the Tachas. Without remembering the Tachas. The Tachas is one Tachas. Because you're we continue. Look, on the way, there are going to be nefilas. They're going to be failures. They're going to be difficulties. But then there'll also be aliyas. There'll be good days. It'll be good. He says here, but I want you to know that the goal, the objective of life is not a good davening. Just like I said before, it's not the children. It's not a good davening. It's not a good day in understanding the Gemara. What do you mean? What, what else could be? Davening is not. Learning is not. My whole life I heard it. The two things, learning and davening. He says, that's not. That's not the tachas of life. It's a path. It's not the tachlis. Not here, not not having a good svar, a good concept in learning, a chiddush, a nice idea in learning, which is all we're trying to do in yeshiva. The loy ruach hakaidish, not even to become a navi or ruach hakaidish. That's not the that's not the achsadra. That's not the platform. It's along the way. It's very chashiv, but it's not the tachlis. Call elu devarim nifloim. These are all wonderful things. Dvarim Nefloim, good davening, good learning, Ruach HaKadosh, these are big things. These are only ways of getting to Hashem. Very important and beautiful ways of getting to Hashem. Raising your children is only a for them and for you to get closer to Hashem. That's all. Not to take cute pictures. Not to be able to show them off. Not to be able to have nachasur. That's nice. All that stuff is good. They should be cute and you have nachasur. But that's not why we have children. That's not the tachlis. That's not the tachlis. So someone says, what's the tachlis? To bring them under the chuppah? That's not who says that's the tachlis. We have who say, that's the tachlis? To bring a kid under the chuppah? That's the tachlis. It's not the tachlis. None of those are the tachlis. None of those are the exciting. Those are all drachim. They're also all along the way. Along the way. Yachsadra is a Kaddish Baruch. That's all. That's the destination. Ach einem ele jirachim eich lagiel erbanish ladam. Kol hasagish yeish ladam. Anything that you understand in Torah, in learning, any growth, any accomplishment in Avodah Hashem, anything is nechshavis kederach belvad lagiel erbanay ayam. It's only a means to the end of reaching Hashem. And it's very dangerous if it becomes an end into itself. As nice as it is, if it comes, becomes an end into itself, it's very dangerous. And you can be far away from the Achsadra, even though it looks like you're doing such good stuff. You can be far removed from it. So the whole learning can become just an intellectual thing where you're trying to slug up the guy next to you, you know, to say, to say something to outsmart your Rebbe, to outsmart your Chavusa. Which the Indian is not to come to the Barishlam. To outsmart, just to outsmart. It's not the Bari Olam. To get closer to Akadish Baruch. To learn Torah to get closer to Akadish Baruch. To daven to get closer to Akadish Baruch. Mitzvah is a and You think to do a chesed is just to be nice to a person. Because you're a nice girl. You want to be nice to somebody, so you join up Tomchei Shabbos or Chmasaskala Gevaldi. You get points in Shemayim for everything you do. It's good, no matter what your goal is. You get points in Shemayim. But the Achsadja, the Tachlis, of a chesed is not to be nice to someone. And if you're nice to somebody and you don't believe in terimitzes, you don't believe in God, the Bukhan and and the other tzaddikim already spoke about that. It's not, it's not the same thing. I'm not going to go into it right now. A nice person is a nice person. And they get rewarded in Shemaim for every nice thing that they did. It's not the tachlis. The tachlis of a chesed is to resemble the Rabbi Shalom. Mahu af'ata. He does these things and you do these things. And in doing so, you become closer to Him. You become more like Him. 
an attached him. The tachlis is not had to help that person set up for the Shabbat Brachas or to set up for the Pidyan of them or, or to whatever it is to help. It's all beautiful. Everything is beautiful. But it's not Tachsadra. It's not Tachsadra. And when a person doesn't remember the Tachlis, it's so easy to get confused, especially if it looks like you're doing a mitzvah. Like I've often said, a person thinks that Hachnasas Archa means socializing, right? So do you think so? You have you know you have seven you know young couples at your house for Shabbos sitting around schmoozing until you know five o'clock in the afternoon, and at the end of the day you think that you were makayim the mitzvah achnasas archa. Who where who says that's achnasas archa? Who says achnasas archa? So you have to ask yourself what's the tachlis of having a person over, and it makes a difference. Then it depends if there's somebody new in the neighborhood and they need some mischaskas, and they're on the block, at the, you know, whatever, and you could have, good. What if the tachlis is, it's such a cute, such a cute couple, you have such a good time? You have to ask yourself, is that the Rats Hashem, that your husband should be schmoozing with that wife for four hours, and uh, vice versa. You have to, is that the tachlis? And you think at the end of the day that you got hachnas zorchem points. And Shemayim could be lekar zelze, has nothing to do with hachnas zorchem. Has nothing to do with dveikas v'ashem. But a person asks himself, this Shabbos, what could be done to be done with so that in that Shabbos it might be to have over this person or that couple? Could be. Depends on that situation. Depends on that situation. And if it's the right situation, then it leads you to the Aksadra. If it's the wrong situation, it leads you away. But what's particularly dangerous here is that it looks like it's, it's, it presents itself as if it's going to the Aksadra. That's more confusing. It looks like it's a big mitzvah. It could be a bigger veil, not a mitzvah. Be bigger there. Who says? If you would know that you have your husband, if you would know that you're inviting couples over, and that your husband, for ten seconds, for ten seconds, was was the heart was taken together with the eyes to to, to somebody else's wife, and to have even a machshava of boy that guy did better than me, even a machshava for a second. So you think that that's the, you think that that's the rabbinic shem? That's called Achnazazach. That's not called Achnazazach. And there's another term for it in Halach. Machnaz Tzarel Tachbeisa. It means you're bringing your competition into your own house. You're bringing your own competition into the house. That's not what the Rebbeinu wants. We don't always know for sure. But a person who lives with the Cheshvan and Nefesh, and the Cheshvan and Nefesh is, what is this leading me to Kaddish Baruch or not? Is this, what's the Tachlis of what I'm doing? What is my motive? And what's the tachlis? And where does this go? Therefore, we have to constantly review this. We have to go over this time after time after time. If you got to forget the ikr, why do you send your kid to school? It's the same question of why do you have kids? Why do you get married? Why do you have kids? How do you decide which school your kid's going to go to? What's the criteria? If the, if the answer is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, then that's then you then you then you're on the you're on the right road. If you have a different answer, then it's not. Then it's not the right road. You could you could say you could make it as fancy as you like, and you could write articles about it and, and do anything you like, but it's just not. That's not it. It's not it. If the answer is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and that's the choice that you made, and how you try to think where is my child going to spend his years growing up or her years growing up, if the answer is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, then that's right. If there's another answer, then it's wrong. Anybody that tells you that there are things in between there is fumfering. You know what it means, fumfering? <laughs> fumfering. It means that diburim, piputa means stuff. Stuff. But it's not. It's not the tachlis. It's not the tachlis. That's why it's so easy to forget them. If you forget the tachlis, then the, then the very foundation upon which all of your service of God is sitting upon. Is shaky. Everything's shaky. You're learning, you're davening, you're mitzvahs, you chasadim. Everything is sitting on what? Not on Hashem. On self-fulfillment, on gratification, on feeling good, on looking religious. Whatever it is you think, on making your parents happy, on making your husband happy, your wife happy. But that's not the, that's not that's not a foundation. The foundation is Hashem is Baruch. Abu Kesher Iker miyusad va'atachlis zechur va'imedis lefnayadim. When the Iker, when the Iker is firmly clear and established and the tachlis is remembered and it's constantly standing before your eyes 
which is the Tachlis, then then there is a good chance that you could move forward and rise higher. And Hashem should help us that we should be to be able to reach that to reach that platform and to be included and to be bound up together with the Achsad. Our Hashem will continue next Tuesday night.